Hi guys, welcome to episode five of the BFS fan page rampage. My name is Daniel Cotton from Twitter. I'd love to spend all the time sharing my opinions with a, with you, but I'm with this really super famous guy and he wants to talk about some shit, I guess. So, <laughs> hi Jarrett. Hey man, dude, we're really doing it. You know, Rich gives us shit for not being consistent with this, but we're being flipping consistent. Hey man, you guys have had like what, 200 episodes to figure that shit out? Right. Has, has Rich ever listened to the first few of your podcasts? Because he can go fuck himself. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what's funny is, and we're talking about Jarrett Goes to the Movies, uh, which is our weekly podcast that I do with my friend Rich and my wife, Casey. Um, but And Daniel's on there sometimes. And uh, <laughs> the funny thing is, is every week we walk, walk in here and some of his shit isn't working. Like, every single week. And it's just like, I just, I'm like, and... It's, I just laugh because then he gets, you know, he gets a little bit uh, passive aggressive to me on all of my shit. And, uh, and I'm famous, you know, what are you going to do anyway? Um, dude, it's good to see you. You're gearing up for download. That's right. Download starts tomorrow when we're recording this. By the time it comes out, it'll probably have been six months ago. And, uh, <laughs> did you just, Jared, you Jared just, will be apologizing. Did you just rich me? No, I'm gonna yeah, sit a little bit. I'm putting this thing together right after we get finished talking today. I am. Okay, good. I am. I trust you. <laughs> so, how have you been? Things have been good. It's been really busy. Um, been you know later on we're gonna talk to the Dolly Rots. We have some Bowling for Soup fan questions for the Dolly Rots about Bowling for Soup. And hold on, Daniel, I gotta yawn. Ah. It was like a half yawn. You ever have like one of them yawns where it's like it, it it wasn't even worth it, you know? Like it like sort of bails at the in the middle of it. That's what just happened. Yeah, you ever do that same thing with pooping? Like you go to the bathroom and then it's just like, oh, this this was a wasted trip. Yeah, one hundred percent. Well, yeah. just because you know you're gonna have to go back, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, same thing. But yeah, things are good. Kelly and I have been hard at work. Kelly Dollarat and I hard at work and writing our record. I think we're okay. Wait. Yeah, again, bailed out right in the middle of it. Um, I guess anytime I talk about me and Kelly's record, I'm gonna yawn. I don't. Th I don't think that that's. Um, that doesn't. I don't think that's foreshadowing though. Um, but yeah, we, we're 17 songs in. I think we're done writing. There's one. We have one type of song that we want to write for the album, but I just don't know if it's gonna be necessary at this point. When you have 17, and we're gonna try to dwindle it down to 10 or 11, and then hopefully. Um, find cool ways to put the other songs out, uh, if at all. Um, but we'll see what happens. So that, and then, uh, of course, Not Your Girlfriends is keeping me super busy. We're, we're, we're trying to finish their album, but gosh, they're so busy playing shows right now. It's been just nutty. And um, all of them working at, their, at, at the acting studio and stuff. Um, and then I'm producing a uh, country album right now for a guy, and then I'm doing, of course, my voiceover stuff, and then Bowling for Soup, and holy crap, Daniel, it's always something. It's always something. September, though. I'm gearing up for my tour in September. I'm super excited. Going to announce supports to that very, very soon. So um, excited to get back to the UK, and we're going to Europe. It's going to be fantastic, hopefully. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> no, No crazy... Anyone almost dies on this tour. No, that's, that's my only plan. One hundred percent. Wait, you gotta you gotta live through download, then you're coming over to Warp Tour in the states, so you need to make sure you hydrate. Yeah, that was a yawn. That one again, unsuccessful yawn. 
I don't know. I don't know what to do. Let's look at Bowling for Soup in the news. Just a couple of things. Not much in the news at the moment other than you guys playing Warp Tour, which is on every website and we've already covered. Um, website called News Hub ran an article about visiting the places that you grew up seeing on TV and an 80s location, Rydell High from Greece, which they say has been used in one of your music videos. Is that right? Gosh, Rydell High from Greece. I mean, I don't think we use that same school but maybe um you know i think maybe we did i think possibly in high school never ends maybe they went and shot at the front of that school or something but gosh that's something i it's it's not even it's not computing right now but holy shit that'd be crazy i think that might yeah, be a I, thing though i didn't I certainly didn't know that that was the case, um, which is why I wanted to ask you about it because I didn't, I didn't think they'd got it right. I thought maybe there was some kind of rider high, Rydell high. Confusion. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of what I was thinking as well. Is if, if maybe that was the deal, but maybe it is. Maybe I think if if, if I'm not mistaken, maybe the um, the opening scene of High School Never Ends, or there's some stuff during High School Never Ends where they're in front of a school. Maybe that was the same school or something like that, but. Um, yeah, I don't know. I've never been to Rydell High. Just one other thing we've got is uh, Billboard.com ran an article, uh, The 100 Songs of the Summer, 1958 to 2017. Number 46 was uh, Ghostbusters by Ray Parker Jr. And they have a quote from you. Do you remember providing this? Your exact words are, I remember hearing the song and thinking, this isn't like anything else on the radio. He is basically talking. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't, but that does sound like something I would say, but I don't even know if that's my opinion. Like, that's super interesting. Um, Yeah, that, I mean, that does sound like something I would say, doesn't it? And, th and it's it's interesting that I wouldn't uh, bring up the whole Huey Lewis thing, you know, but um, that is interesting. And then we did cover that song. For yeah, they talk about it, which I think is crazy for Billboard.com to just be advertising your cover of Ghostbusters uh, without even speaking to you about it. Obviously, they pulled that quote from somewhere, somehow. I think they had to have pulled that quote from, yeah, from back when we were doing the song years ago or something. But So let's talk about this day in Bowling for Soup history. Um, the 8th of June, 2014, was the 20th anniversary show. Uh, I think it was, was it House of Blues? It was, yeah. I'm looking at the, uh, I'm looking at the, at the poster right now, actually. It was uh, Nerf, Her Nerf Herder and the Dolly Rods. So any... Specific memories of that was that that must have been a, a big one. It was huge. It was a it was a really big show, sold out. Um, it was just super cool to be able to bring Nerf Herder in because obviously we're huge Nerf Herder fans, good friends of ours, but also because Linus is in that band. So to be able to have Linus there to be a part of the show, to have the Dolly Rots there to be a part of that show, you know, it was it was just awesome. And I think we ended up playing like three hours that night, like. It was it was a very long, just awesome, fun show. People still talk about it, and um, a great venue, House of Blues. I'm actually seeing Frank Turner there on Tuesday, so excited to see. This will be the biggest place I've seen him that isn't a festival. So uh, I'm I'm super excited to see because there's I, the last show that I saw him at was a, a little club here because the big show that he had got canceled because the sport band had some family stuff going on so he did like a pop-up show at a club and it was amazing but i'm interested to see him do uh you know a proper 2000 seater 
but yes, back to the 20th anniversary. Uh, great night, awesome, and uh, you know it's cool to see Dallas come out and support it. You know, it's like, I guess if if we were to say, you know, where would you want to play your 20th anniversary show? You'd almost want to, we'd almost want to do it in the UK because you know just the rabidity of the audience. Did I make that word up? Rabidity. <clears throat> but uh, I don't know. I don't know either. Um, we can ask Lewis when we get the Dolly Rots on here. Um, but yeah, no, it was, it, it ended up being amazing and, um, you know, we're looking at, dude, we just turned 24. We're looking at the 25th anniversary next year. Have you always done anniversary shows or do you think you're just the band's at an age now where you expected to do it every year? I think we started it at 15. Um, in, on our 15th anniversary, we did two small shows in Denton and one and and then two shows in Fort Worth, um, over one weekend and that that was kind of, and then I think we did we did something for like our seventeenth and our eighteenth, and then we did something for the twentieth and stuff. So I think you just sort of get to a certain age, and we we celebrated our twenty first just because it's funny. Because in America you can't drink until you're twenty one, so obviously we sing about beer and stuff a lot. So doing a twenty first anniversary show, we all got twenty first anniversary tattoos, um, you know, which is a a sailing ship in a mug of beer, and you know I don't know. There's a reoccurring theme with us, isn't there? But yes, um, you know, I, 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 now as we look towards the 25th anniversary, I think we're thinking more tour than just a show. You know, I mean, 20, 25 years is a pretty—that's a quarter of a century. It's a pretty insane milestone for any job or any relationship, and this happens to be the combination of both. It's our job and our and very important relationships in our lives. So, uh, I think there's—we'll definitely need to celebrate that. Next thing to talk about is what's Jarrett listening to right now? Uh, new Frank Turner album, of course. Uh, I know I talk about Frank Turner too much. I even told him that maybe I talk about him too much. He, it's funny. There's this country song uh, that Garth Brooks actually is this country artist. He comes on this station that we listen to all the time, and he always mentions this the, uh, an artist named Chris Ledoux. And Casey goes. Do you think uh, Chris Ledoux thinks it's weird that Garth Brooks mentions him all the time? And I go, not any more weird than Frank Turner and Motley Crue think I am, you know, because like, <laughs> <laughs> they're both in songs all the time. But new Frank Turner album uh, is amazing. Go check that out. Uh, I have been listening to the new Punchline album, and I there's this new country chick that I've been listening to, and I cannot for the life of me think of her name and um, – but she has this song called Love Triangle. Um, holy crap, man. It's like this, it's like a song about divorce, but from the kid's perspective. And I think her oh, her name's Ray Lynn, I believe. And so I started listening to the rest of her songs, and like I'm just completely blown away by her songwriting. So even if you're not a country fan, it's like, but it's not like country country. It's more in that Casey Musgraves world. So it's sort of like you know, a little folky pop leaning country, but Anyway, that's that's what I'm that's what I'm listening to these days. Well, for soup on TV, a lot of people want to know about uh, filming Crossroads. Oh yeah, I mean Crossroads was awesome. I mean it, it was it was a very fun experience. It was interesting. We were there for like three days. The actor's name in the movie is Anson Mount, and he's actually gone on to do quite a few things. He has some series now. Chris was telling me that he, that's doing really well. I'd, I'd, you'd have to look it up. Anson Mount. You can't. It shouldn't be hard to find. Um, but we went in a few days early and I had to like teach him how to play guitar. So we're just like in a, in his hotel room teaching him how to play. Uh, I think it was greatest day. Um, I can't remember. 
I think it was Greatest Day. Um, and then to film the movie, you know, we were on the set, and it was just sort of like the, one of those things where you're just kind of like waiting around all day and this and that. But we had our own trailer, and we snuck beers in there, and you know, it was uh, it was it was it was a little chaotic because it was a prom scene, so there was a shitload of extras, and then the cast of the movie there, everybody but Brittany was there. And, um, but, fu- but a fun experience. I, th- I think the, the funny thing is, is that, you know, I was, it, I was watching another movie the other day and, um, oh, it was the breakup when the old 97s are in it. And, and I, I started watching it. It's funny because only Rhett, the singer and the guitar player are really even in it. You know, the other dudes aren't, aren't really even in it. And that's kind of what happened to Chris and Gary. They, uh, they ended up on the cutting room floor. So they're, uh, Chris tells a story about his mom going to see the movie and, and he's not even in it by the end of it or whatever. <laughs> and just like, and then he felt like an asshole and, um, you know, but his dad called him like, man, we sat through the whole thing. You're not even in it. And, <laughs> oh man. Good times. But yeah, it was, a, it was a good experience. I mean, you know, it, both of the, both of the big movies that we've been in have been really fun and movie sets are crazy, man. It's just like, like you, you, you talk about, I mean, like, catering is insane like it, it's just and just the, the amount of people that are just there just to make sure everybody has everything they want like i'm sure that's changing with you know the ever decreasing budgets of everything now that stuff is both accessible as far as being able to do things yourself and with piracy and things like that i'm sure that that everything is being shrunk but boy back in the day it was something else it was, it was a lot of fun next thing to talk about story behind the lyrics and the fan page wants to hear about i've never done anything like this oh interesting um super easy concept linus and i a lot of times are the well most almost all basically 99 percent of the time when we write and he and i wrote that one together you know it's the concept comes first so sometimes we we were driving around i think we were going to sonic because i would get a diet dr pepper and he likes the coffee there and we just started talking about like that person that everybody knows or, or, or you know, you just meet, you know, there's those it's, it's it just always seems like you meet one or two of those girls in your life that are like and I say girls, uh, not not that this doesn't go both ways. But in my experience, I don't really meet and go out with a lot of dudes. So, uh, you know, from like, from my standpoint, it seems like, you know, th- that I have run into uh, females quite often or not quite often a few times in my life where it's like you know oh man you know this is crazy i've never done and then it's like the night goes on and it just gets crazier and crazier and you're like um yeah (laughs) i think maybe you have done something like this before (laughs) you know um but yeah met her at the sonic that's where we um (laughs) and then we (laughs) we we round it with tonic um and which was it's just such a silly band to put in a song, you know, because that but it did rhyme. And uh, her iPod and roller skates. So Sonic is a restaurant here in in the United States, and the girls or the staff. I mean, there can be dudes. It's mostly girls though. Are your car hops? So they bring you your food or your drink or whatever on roller skates, and so that's where that thing comes. Uh, that thing comes from, you know, uh, so I got asked for this, I got asked about the, 
this line just the other day uh, where I say she had the she had eyes like heaven, face like an angel, but she had the body from hell. Um, to me, that's self-explanatory. You know, it's like when you say like she's got the body from hell, it could be like, you know, holy shit, like. Only the devil could come up with something that insanely, you know what I mean? <laughs> so to me, it seemed yeah. like it was self-explanatory, but apparently that confuses some people. But And then, again, so then it just sort of goes off off the rails with the, in a half an hour, you're naked in the shower taking pictures on a cell phone, and she's like, I've never done anything like this. And, you know, if that happens in a half an hour, you're thinking, you 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 know, there's a very good chance that, I am not the only one with these photos on my cell phone. Maybe these particular photos in this particular shower. But let's be honest about something. Plus, guys, don't uh, make sure your cell phone is waterproof before trying this, because um, it can cost you a pretty penny. But then we we know the uh, we we mentioned the Sweetwater Tavern. May it rest in peace in Denton Square. Uh, did a shot of Jaeger. She made out with the waiter, even though uh, he, uh, well, I, I love that line because I go, she did a shot of Jaeger and she made out with the waiter while I was just a sitting there. Just, I just think that just a sitting there is really funny for some reason. These are the kinds of things, if you're ever in the studio with me, I will laugh uncontrollably, uncontrollably about that, but I'll write the funniest line that's and not not even chuckle about it. Like, but <laughs> while I was just a sitting there, it made me laugh for three minute, three days, you know. Um, and so, you know, the, he he gets her out of jail, and then she, you know, obviously she's she's never done anything like that, and so yeah, I mean, that's kind of the the whole idea behind the song is it's it's pretty self-explanatory pretty simple uh features Kay Hanley on vocals um which was you know fun and uh just a great song uh, that's one of that's that's a really good one from that from that album for sure awesome let's just quickly say uh we won't have a feature from Fiona tonight unfortunately because she had prior engagements but we miss her and she does a great job running the fan page. Please go and check out the Bowling for Soup fan page if you haven't already. So last thing to do is let's get the Dolly Rots on board and ask some questions. Let's do that. All right, joining us via Skype, fresh back from a trip from Texas, the Dolly Rots. Yeah! Kelly and Lewis. Lewis, <laughs> I, was at, uh, I was at trivia last night, so a little, little background. So... Um, Last week, Kelly and Lewis came to visit us here in Texas, and me and Kelly were working on our new record. And so Lewis had the night off because they came sans kids. Sans Woo! kids. Oh, yeah. First time ever. Lewis went to our our local bar that we go to trivia on Wednesday, and they did really good. They did really good. Last night, I made you proud, though. Uh, we won it all. We won it all. What? Us. Yeah, we won it all. Oh, us. wow. Oh, my gosh. That's not, that's not did easy. Did it almost cover the tab? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it did not. Don't ask him that question. <laughs> I will say, though, that it was, uh, it, it really wasn't, it, it was pretty cheap last night, actually. We were, we were fairly well behaved. Um, yeah. But yes, uh, miss you guys already. Kelly and I worked very diligently, wrote five more songs during her three-day trip here. And yeah. uh, we got 17 songs written. Holy crap. That's insane. I went through the email today. I was looking at all the titles, and I was like, oh, my God, this is crazy. Yeah. Like, it, 
it's funny because we wrote the we wrote the five new ones and didn't listen back to the old ones, and we were like, okay, well these five are the best, and then we started listening back, and it was like, oh wait, there's some really good ones. All good. A little bit of everything. So if you're listening to this, look for our um, – not really sure how this is going to go into the public yet, but soon, soon there will be lots of information and a chance for you to be a part of the album, as with most things that we create these days. And um, it's going to be awesome. Linus of Hollywood is producing it. Lewis is our official photographer. <laughs> yeah, that's a great photo though. And, <laughs> and engineered well, he engineered almost all of our demos and uh it's been awesome. It's been it's been yeah. very fun. So Daniel um has gone to so our pod, this podcast is basically uh all put together by the Bowling for Soup fans on the fan page itself. And so um, a lot of interaction goes between this podcast and our fan page, but it does go out to the rest of the world. So Daniel has collected some song, some questions uh, from the Bowling for Soup fans for the Dolly Rots about Bowling for Soup. That's <laughs> awesome. so meta. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Daniel. All right. Fire away, All right, sir. let's kick it off. Uh, Philip Throffall asks, who is your favorite member of Bowling for Soup? Oh. What? What kind of a question is that? Do you guys, you guys want me to leave the room during this? <laughs> can Man. we, can we just have like a political answer? I mean, I mean, clearly it was Sherman. So I, what are we gonna do now? We have given Jarrett foot rubs. So uh, I mean, on the foot rubometer, I guess he comes out on top. Casey and I did make a pact that if anything happened to our husbands, we would be sister wives and raise the kids together. Yeah, yeah that kind of yeah, that's a big um, deal too. Yeah, yeah, but every every dude has I his love, uh, yeah. has his like merits. It's kind of like our kids. I mean, I yeah. I really do love each and every one of them equally. Bernie has the biggest. Balls, Maybe Jared a little literally. bit more. And figuratively. <laughs> uh, Gary has an amazing sense of humor. Gary is the... He took the longest for me to understand just how funny he is, though. Yeah, he's really good at uh, video game golf, too. Yeah. And then... <laughs> and uh, I want to thank Bernie for always putting on... He always puts on Sports Center. If I'm in the bunk... It, like in the old days, I'd be laying in the bunk, kind of drunk, and I would just want to chill out. And for me, that meant watching Sports Center on the TVs in the bunk. And so Bernie would always go do that. And sometimes Sherman would sleep with me. That was nice. And then Eric's like the thoughtful one with me. I know. Yeah, like I have such long, long, deep, sweet conversations with him. He always like, checks in. It always ends in a kiss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, we lo we love you guys. It's hard to say. I mean, it's like asking like which which sibling do you like the best or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So you like so. some some most you know you so it's like you know like you said your kids you like you know you love them both the same but you have your favorites every every but so often <laughs> yes yeah. i mean yeah. each tour it may change yeah. you know like uh. be, because some people may be more busy than others or, or grumpy or grumpy yeah <laughs> but but yeah <laughs> Okay, well, good job, Philip, for causing trouble immediately with the first question. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Kaylee Gibson asks, what was your first impression of each member of the band? Oh, man. Uh, I I thought, okay, first of all, like, I I was just impressed by the fact that they would give us their vodka. And, yeah. Um, <laughs> like, literally well, the first the time that we actually met them, we stormed into their their backstage room at a show 
right before they were about to play a show. Which usually is considered really rude. Pretty much. Like, you don't do that to a band. You no, just that's show up so rude. <laughs> it's so rude. Um, but everyone was so nice to us. Yeah. And so I think I initially thought, like, oh, man, they were really nice. But there's no way they actually meant it. Well, um, but, it, it, but they also, yeah, they shared their drinks. We and... got the impression that you guys could roll with the punches, you know? Yeah. Like, and and we, we, we were like, wow, we should learn how to do that. Yeah. You know? I and mean, so... the, the first Bowling for Soup member I, I ever spoke to was actually Chris Burney on MySpace. MySpace. Um, yeah. And he, he sent us like a little fan note saying like, I'm in this band. You probably never heard of us. We're from Texas called Bowling for Soup. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> he's like, but I really like your band. Kelly, and... you just sounded like Jarrett when you said, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. A, a little bit of backstory on that first meeting, too. We were headlining the El Rey in L.A. It was like uh, not sold out, but it was we sold a shitload a of tickets. Show. Big yeah. show. And um, the dudes from Phineas and Ferb were there. And like is the first time they were gonna see us since I had like joined the ranks of the show, and they're all backstage. And then you guys just come in like a whirlwind because y'all had been out with Jimmy Jam from uh, NCI. Oh my god! And uh, holy shit! I, I remember that just going, holy fuck! They're it's like they're shot out of a cannon. You know, you guys came in, and at the time Chris like, was playing. Chris was playing drums for you guys, and that guy's yeah. tall, and he's super over-friendly and just a lot anyway, <laughs> and then you add alcohol, and it's just like he he can just take up the room, you know, he takes space out of the room, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so, yeah. uh, but it was great. I, I think it was, I think it was instant love for all of us, it really was. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think, well, I think you guys offered us the, the second leg of that tour the next day or something, but then... My next interaction was calling you for a pep talk before we had to play on the prices right. Oh, that's right. I do I'm remember like, hey. that. Yeah, what I a do. Ran- what a random thing to like, <laughs> yeah. call somebody about. I do like, remember me. that. Well, we had yep. been we had been texting because you know the tour was coming up or whatever, and then yeah. I do remember that. That's funny. I was driving in my car actually, and uh, I remember that conversation. But it's funny because I remember you guys coming on Sirius Satellite Radio and hearing that, hearing awesome, and just being. And then when Chris brought up the fact that you know, hey, you know, hey, I've been talking to her on MySpace, and then I was just like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, dude, that's an amazing idea. So it it, it obviously worked out for the best. Sophie Carroll asks, what's your favorite thing about touring with Bowling for Soup? Oh, God. Uh, hanging out with yeah. our favorite dudes ever. It's like we, it's like um, we just get to hang out with our family, you know? I mean, we don't have to pretend to be anybody we're not. We can just kind of go and, you know, have fun and play rock and roll. And, I mean, there's like it's like it checks off every box, you know? Yeah, it's like family, friends, fun, music, drinking naked foot rubs like everything you could want happens yeah <laughs> by the way that that Rest story milk in the eyeball that story did happen odor. yeah yeah <laughs> plucking pubes out with uh with pliers yeah um yeah uh, nut sacks nut sacks in hands you know, not mine. Uh, and I, I know not this mine. is y'all's interview but I will say when you guys are with us it's not it's just like it nothing changes for us either. Uh, Geraldine Darling asks, "Does Lewis ever get jealous when you perform Love You, Love You, Love You?" Oh no, <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever felt jealous about anything that 
Kelly and Jarrett like do. Um, just because it's like, I feel like it could just as easily be me. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, yeah. it's just like, eh, all right, you're like, I mean, it's like, yeah, I mean, we're kind of the same being yeah. in a weird way. It's like a symbiotic, codependent kind of weird thing that, yeah. you know. We're not, even if we're solo, we're not exactly solo. You just kind of channel the same brain. So, like, yeah. you know, I mean, if you share the same brain and then, like, he's performing with the brain, you know, like, <laughs> you get to... like brains in a jar, <laughs> you can just have Kelly in, like, a brain jar. And then, like, yeah, why, why would you be jealous of a brain jar? <laughs> Let's not forget, too, though, that <laughs> most of those times <clears throat> you've been on the stage as well. And yeah, it's you the Dolly Rots were funny up there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, with playing your guitar, you are. Yeah. You, you, what, you, I'm, I'm making sweet love to your guitar. It really is true, though. Like you guys are like the same person. Like it's, <laughs> uh, it's an odd, it's an odd, odd thing. But I freak. The thing is, like, for anyone who doesn't know, like Lewis and I have been together since we were 17, and yeah. so there's been so much like life and stuff and really there's it we really are kind of a shared experience in every way now yeah yeah well i mean you just like enhance each other's things and then you like grow together and but, yeah you know i mean if you're around someone long enough then you end up growing together like i or I, hating them or hating them or killing them but like i mean i could say the same thing about like jared I mean, I've known Jarrett long enough that I feel like we've grown together. Too, yeah, absolutely. Know? Yeah, well, I feel like I have a uh, a, a more than friend relationship with both of you. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I mean, <laughs> for sure, like we're like family. You know. Yeah. And totally. uh, that's totally. the way it is. Totally. It is the the people that you randomly text. You know. Yeah. Exactly. In that category. This feels this feels like a weird self help video now. <laughs> you thought we weren't gonna get deep, man. Don't, don't don't worry, guys. If you just stay together long enough, you know you're gonna enhance each other as people. Okay, so <laughs> if you're lucky, if you're Daniel's lucky. like the anti Doctor Phil. I mean, our fans did get married. So we did. That's true. David Dooley asks, "How did you decide on which songs?" each other did for the BFS versus the Dolly Rots album, and John Gickler follows up with, were there any songs that were off-limits? Uh, there was nothing off-limits, no, and I don't think we took very much thought. It was just kind of, I don't know, it was obvious. It's, it's like, like with most other it's like, music do the stuff, hit, it's like the less thought then... you put into it, the better, <laughs> yeah. because your natural instinct is the best. Although, Jarrett, you did say that you were thinking about doing California Beach Boy. Yeah. At one point yeah, for that. We were. Would have been hilarious. Yes. But I think it it made sense to do the hit or like a big single and then, you know, maybe a song that isn't as the same tone. So it was like, well, do the hit and then do do something a little more down tempo. We wanted to make people cry with almost. That's what was our plan. <laughs> <laughs> So a, a few people, so I'm just going to reel off some names so that no one gets missed out. Kelly Gibson, David Stockwell, Laura Baker, Nick Bartlett. I think that's everyone. I've all asked very similar questions about what is either the funniest or craziest moment you've had while on tour with Bowling for Soup. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Aside from the foot rubs and the pube pluckers. Um, and <laughs> Lots of 
Uh, I mean, oh, well, shirts have... off parties. I think at the very Lots end of, of the last last UK tour, um, Dave had an eye infection. And so I, I kept giving him breast milk for his eyes because I was lactating. Like straight off the tap. <laughs> and for those of you who don't know, breast milk is like magic juice and it heals everything, including eye infections. And so I had I had been giving it to him every morning in a cup. But then that last night, I was like, I'm just going to squirt it in. <laughs> um, that was after I, the first night on the bus with Lacey, um, I had, it, it got kind of wild. We were all trying to figure each other out and stuff. And the kids were asleep upstairs in their private little kid zone. And um, I think it turned into a shirts off party. And then I, I baptized them with breast milk. So I think I think it's the most recent weirdest stuff. Yeah. Well, um, you're forgetting like the 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 paintball uh, incident. Oh with, like, god, I do have a, a permanent scar on my back from when I I did the paint. We had a really challenge. great idea. It was like let's go get um, slingshots and paintballs because that'll be fun. You know, like like <laughs> slingshot paintballs at buildings or like inanimate objects, and then quickly it turned into like band on band. <laughs> slingshots and paintball. And I was like, just do it! Yeah. Well, we, we shot each other in the back from, you know, I don't know, 50, 100 feet away or something. And then... Uh, oh, it yeah, hurts. We all had whelps, but Kelly's lasted forever. It's just there for, for good, right? She yeah. just had less padding. <laughs> yeah, you know? gotta like, be what it is. I think it hit you right in the spine, right? Like, just... Right, yeah, yeah, it was just right on my backbone. Oh. So, like, ugh. I guess... Uh, a truly crazy thing was it the night of our wedding that we went in the North Sea with Chandler? Yeah, oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. In Aberdeen. Yeah, Aberdeen, yeah. Scotland, in October. At the very end of the night, we went into the North Sea. Just a little dip in the North Sea, like up to our necks. You and Chandler with sand, no clothes on, just ran no, to the thing, true. and uh, that was in front of all the kids waiting for autographs next to the bus. Right. Good yeah. job, Kelly. Good job. We don't have many fans up there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> okay, last last couple of questions. Nick Bartlett asks, uh, what's your first memory of ever hearing Bowling for Soup? Oh, man. I think that must have been... Uh, it must have been almost on the radio. Almost on the radio. Yeah, it was almost on the radio for I me. think it was almost on the radio. But yeah. that was like... We were still in Florida. That was like pre... Or no, that was... That was that was LA, yeah. Yeah. But it was just, I mean, you, you you hear songs on the radio and then you hear them again and then they just like, become part of your life. So it's kind of part of like a soundtrack, and you never really think you're gonna know the people necessarily, <laughs> but somehow. But then you, you do. do, and then you hang out with your your band friends and yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah, I, don't really th I don't really think about my Bowling for Soup life pre-knowing them, but that is kind of weird. That's true. And of course, like, I mean, the 1985 video was everywhere. Yeah, yeah. But, like, that... I, I mean, mean, it's probably the same way they're, like, a lot of you know of them. Sure. We're just like... I mean, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't like... It wasn't like we knew each other when we were little kids. Nope. <laughs> We're just, we're just like, we're normal people. We're just like you, but we're famous. <laughs> I play that so, card all the time. Oh, I know. I know that. I've heard that a lot. 
So let's finish on this, this final thought. Um, a lot of people want to know when is the Jarrett and Kelly album going to be released? Well, we're shooting for the fall. Um, you know, yeah. I mean, originally we were trying to have it out now, you know, by the summer, but I think we were smart. We took our time in the writing and um, we did it. I went to Florida twice. She came to Texas twice. And um, like I said, we've got 17 flipping songs written. And now it's sort of at that thing where she's in Florida listening. I'm here listening. Um, she's got Lewis there to, to give some feedback. I've got my wife here. and then, uh, But we've sent the songs to Linus. And we're kind of giving him a lot of control on this, like from a producer standpoint you know whereas like when the dolly rots go in the studio they've already got their demos done and sessed out they like pretty much end up using a lot of the stuff and it's the same demos become the record yeah it's the same with bowling for soup we call it painting paint by numbers like all of the shit's already there you just go in the studio and replace it with better mics and you know uh, uh, well, and a better intention for a good performance rather than being hung over well actually no in the studio you're always hung over it's pretty much like Dolly yeah. Rocks don't that. do that. We just keep the first. <laughs> Dude, the, we, it's like you try to you try to beat the the, the hungover like bad one, and then you can't because it's yeah. like it just ends up being the best one, you know? Yeah, there Sometimes. is a there is a, a cool vibe to that whole organ. That, that you know, I tell people that all the time. The um, the best example of that is uh, friends of mine. That's the demo. That's just me and Casey Diorio, him on a piano, me on a guitar, and me singing that song live just to get it down, and we couldn't couldn't beat it. So, interesting. Interesting how that works. But, yes, so look for it in the fall. Look for information, actually, in the coming weeks as far as um, the title and what we're going to be doing in and around. Lots and lots of exclusive stuff. What are um, we calling it? Is it just Jarrett and Kelly? I don't know. I've I've been thinking about that a lot too. Me too. I don't know. Jared and Kelly do America. (laughs) (laughs) And then at the end we could like hand write and the UK. (laughs) Right, exactly. It sucks that that uh, that Dewey Cox already took the duet thing because it'd be like Jared and Kelly do it. Duet. You know what I mean? Like duet. They have that song, let's Uh, do it and make each other feel good. And, uh, but no, I don't know. We're going to have to, we have to figure that out. We still have to figure out some, (laughs) we actually thought we had like 20 something songs, but it's because we had them saved as different things. (laughs) We didn't even have, yeah, our song titles, (laughs) our song titles were all over the place and we were sitting here listening to it. And then I'd go, uh, wait a minute, is this the same song as that? And she's like, oh yeah, that's the same thing as this. And and then it was like, okay, we've, (laughs) we've only got 17. Well, that's a better problem, you know? Well, one thing you said earlier when you said other than the pew pluckers, I did think the pew pluckers, great name for an album. <laughs> pew pluckers. <laughs> that sounds like a Bowling for Soup uh, record. That sounds like a band. Uh, or that sounds like, you know, Chandler and Lewis's band. Oh, whoa, 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 yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I like it already. I like hey, it already. Why, why me and Chandler? Let's get that fired on all cylinders. <laughs> why are we the pew pluckers? <laughs> That's not right. Let's be honest. Me and Kelly are lead singers. We can't be the pube pluckers. <laughs> you two are more likely to like pluck pubes. Well, well that's one hundred percent. Make other people pluck. Them. Yeah. Well, we do delegate sometimes. 
Well, guys, um, thank you so very much for joining us today. I know you guys got family stuff to get to, and um, man, enjoy the Florida humidity this summer. And oh, yeah. I will oh, yeah. be seeing you guys hopefully before long, and then uh, me yeah. and Kelly will be back at work here in a couple of months on uh, finishing this record up, so look for you that. You guys doing that in California or in Texas? We have to That's figure that out. It's kind of up to Linus, I guess, but I mean, I guess it could be up to you guys, too, if California makes more sense. You know, I mean, for, we're going to be there in a couple weeks, but I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll have to see. Just we'll have to see. see. Love you, Daniel Cotton. Yeah, Daniel hope we Cotton. see your face uh, soon too. Yeah, I love you guys. I hope to see you soon, very soon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You may we'll see them sooner than you think. Wink. wink. Oh wink. my God. Wink. <laughs> 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 All right, y'all. Be good. Love you. All right, Take care, guys. Bye. Bye. All right, guys, thanks very much for listening. Uh, I'm Daniel Cotton from Twitter. You can find me on everything online by searching Daniel Cotton from Twitter, or one word, uh, and on Twitter, I'm just Daniel Cotton. And you can find me and retweet my tweets because they're funny as hell. <laughs> that is very true, 100% truth. Uh, and thanks for having me, as always, Daniel. You're the best. Thanks for always putting this together. Thanks to the fans who contributed. Thanks to the Dolly Rots. Be looking out for me and Kelly's info on our record Coming out very, very soon. Bowling for Soup on Warp Tour this summer. Me in the UK in September. Also, a couple of other surprises for the UK coming up in just the next couple of days. And hopefully some stuff for the US. Uh, for me for me personally, coming up in the, in the US. Uh, just lots and lots of announcements. So stay tuned to my little world here. And I hope to be able to sing songs or make you laugh sometime very, very soon. Follow me everywhere, J-A-R-E-T-2113. Be sure and tune in to Jarrett Goes to the Movies every Friday night. Uh, but you can always go back and watch the episodes or listen anytime on your favorite podcast app. And uh, we'll see you down the road. All right. Take care, guys. It's the BFS Fan Page Rampage. The BFS Fan Page Rampage with Jarrett Ray.